You are listening to Propelling, a Micro Drones podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Propelling. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk, and today we're talking to Samuel Flick about an exciting project that Microjones has going on. They've really uh, hit the forefront of what uh, they will affectionately call BVLOS, but uh, for us uninitiated, it's beyond visual line of sight, BVLOS. So I talked to Samuel about some of the uh, advanced technology that's making that happen and the implications of what's possible. Yes, the microdrones is at the forefront of the technical innovation, and uh, BVLOS is beyond visual line of sight. That means the pilot is able to fly the drone without having a view to the drone. Right now in Germany, we have, um, the, by law, a 400-meter line of sight um, barrier. That means you have to have the view to the drone when you're flying, and that in every time. So BVLOS unlocks the potential for the drones. So then is that uh, commonplace among most countries that they're requiring that if you're flying that that drone, you have to have it in sight in order to keep it safe, right? Yes, definitely. That is the, the pilot have to do actions when something happens to the drone, when obstacles are coming in the way. So, yeah. Okay. So then this ability to see things beyond this visual line of sight. Uh, why is that so important? And then what are the commercial applications for that? The commercial applications for that are pretty simple. So everything which is in a larger area, like when we talk about uh, cargo or when we talk about the mapping jobs or medical transportation, something like that, is in large distances. Um, for that, is, is the BV loss there. It's perfect for it. So when we talk about the mapping jobs or mapping applications, um, you don't have to switch the pilot's location a lot of times. You can do large projects of like 100, 200 hectares, or you can fly corridors like we did in project here in Germany with uh, 12.6 kilometers of, of uh, flight distance. Yeah, so this, this project then that uh, you're talking about, this was a corridor mapping on the Autobahn. That's pretty exciting. Yes, it's a, and it's a unique project in Germany right now. So why is, I guess, the ability to be able to, to do this, why is that so uh, so unique right now? It's by law forbidden that we fly out of the line of sight. So And to get a, approval for beyond visual line of sight, you need to get a lot of regulatory obligations. And so you have to take care of the um, airspace around you. To get this approval, you need to, to show the... Um, the government that the drone is able to do it, that the pilot is able to do it, and then yeah, you have to do it, right? So the um, so the project was essentially kind of was it a proof of concept that beyond visual line of sight is possible and safe and can be done, and then that was used, uh, I guess, to prove the point that the regulations could be expanded or, or loosened, I guess. Yes, definitely. This um, project, what we did, we did it with the company called Strabag, which is a um, construction company in. Uh, on the Europe uh, level, we did it with the Deutsche Telekom, which is the network specialist, and as well as with the um, Deutsche Flugsicherung, which is the German Aviation Authority. And exactly, you said it, it's it's there to show the government, to show uh, to the world it's possible to do the beyond visual line of sight flights in a safe way so that um, they could see that there's nothing 
to be fearful of. So how did this then um, take place? Because if you're able to go that far, wouldn't then, uh, as far as flying, wouldn't connectivity start to be an issue? So how did your partnership with these companies um, make this possible? So everyone put the effort into it to get this permission. So we had the Deutsche Telekom, which gave us the ability to put LTE network into the drone. We have the Deutsche Flugsicherung, the German Aviation Authority, which gives us the UAS traffic management and um, us, which have the technique and Strabag, which has the use case. So from every company, every stakeholder in this project put their efforts into get this approval. So for the long distance, um, this 12.6 kilometers, we take two flights. One was seven kilometer, one was 5.6 kilometer and we had LTE on board. So we could start the waypoint or stop the waypoint. We can make a homing or something like that by LTE, as well as we had a fly view from the LTE network and we had a flam module equipped in the drone so that the drone was visible for um, other aircrafts like a medical helicopter or gliders, a Cessna or something like that. Yeah, and that all makes this happen. So what is it about micro drones that made this possible? I mean, in, in my research, I came across something called the MD Mapper 1000 DG. Is that the, the actual system, the, the brain, I guess, that made this so successful? Yes, definitely. The MD Mapper 1000 DG is the system made for corridor mapping. I'm equipped it with an a calibrated camera, full format sensor, equipped with an IMU for the accurate positioning, as well as the GNSS antenna on top of the drone. This drone is able to do such missions. So it flies seven kilometers in one direction with one strip, do the pictures, come back, make the second strip and um, collecting the pictures. Yeah, at the end, we get really good results. This then is really opening up the possibilities of what is possible. Uh, with the, the commercial drone industry for, for people, again, that are kind of fascinated by this but don't really know the full range of possibilities. What does this mean then for, for other industries, other commercial opportunities to, to put this to use? I mean, you started to mention some earlier about uh, medical usage and those sorts of things. The Beyond Visual and of Sight technique and also the whole drone market and opens up a lot of lot of applications. What I see in the market is that nearly every day there are applications coming more and more and more. So the whole market is evolving and the Beyond Visual Line of Sight is the next logical step from my point of view um, for the market. So yeah, sure, when it comes to um, medical transportation from hospital to hospital, you see it in the media that there's a need for it. So that could be one good application for it. And there is a lot more, which is yeah, in development. When you mentioned those uses, um, I think back to years ago when Amazon had promised that they would be delivering your packages to you by drone. How do you see then the, uh, the drone industry evolved since that point, since they announced that, that uh, intention? And then is Amazon going to be that first one to, to really make it commercially viable? Or are there already some great strides happening within other companies? It's this, uh, yeah, when Amazon said that, it, it was it was nice to hear. <laughs> but um, it's not just when it comes to unmanned cargo and then when, when it comes to such um, things like having hundreds of drones flying and, and putting the package to everyone and delivering the, the things, it's um, it's not just the Bivilos which needs to be allowed. There is a 
bunch of other things like stations where the drone can can land and everything which needs to be in place so i think that is not the very first thing what the drone industry is looking at i think more like when it comes to mapping jobs or the the things what we are doing right now like inspection which is visible right now i think that are the first ones we're having uh, advantage of the new technic and bvlos um, approval there really are a lot of great possibilities for this what then are some of the, I guess, in your opinion, uh, with your, your vast experience in this, I mean, what are some of the things that kind of have to happen first for the, the cap really to come off or, or the, the full potential of drone technology to really take place in the commercial space? We need to have the right regulations that we um, have to be a little bit more open to the, to the drones. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it would be the quality assessment for drone manufacturers. We have a quality product as well as um, a quality assessment for the pilots. Yes, that's a good point. We have something like that in Germany right now, um, a pilot license for the UAVs, but it's uh, yeah, it, it could be a be improved. So the the drone itself, the drone market itself, is is not far away. That it there's a big rollout for for the industry. Well, and that that's a great point then that. It's not just the industry. I mean, it's the regulations around it. It's the, um, I even think about the quality of, yeah, of, like you said, the product or the quality of the drone, um, how durable these things are to, to really do what we're wanting them to do. And then, of course, the issue of the pilot themselves. I mean, that's, that's uh, probably chiefly why a lot of government regulations or, or government regulators are a little gun shy about this because they imagine this world with, rogue pilots flying these drones all over the place and and not having the the careful attention to safety and detail that uh that really would be that really i guess would happen with the commercial industry and people in places like you know what micro drones is doing yes and this is what what we see also it's like you know when when you look at people in private what they do with the drones and they have the smaller ones uh, like the toys is not what we are doing or what our clients are doing right we want to give the the clients the added value that they can use the drone for their job that they have the sensors in the air that they have a full package and um, everything what's needed to fly the drones the thing i want to share with listeners is just the the videos that you guys have put out that are kind of describing all this stuff so you know for those um in in germany or or, you know across the world that are interested in learning more about your mapping drones how can they they find out more and be able to really experience this yeah there's several ways it's like um you can visit us on our webpage www.microdrones.com or you connect with me or our colleagues on LinkedIn or, or Xing or see our videos on YouTube. Um, and Or you take the phone and call us. And uh, we, are, <laughs> we are happy to, to answer you the questions you have and to look at the, the projects you have or the data you need at the end. Um, so what we normally do is um, also from the sales team is like you tell us what you want to do and what do you want to get as a result. And um, then we can plan and see, okay, which of our drone, of our whole packages fits into the into your needs and um, could deliver you the, the right data. So, yeah, there are a lot of ways to get in contact with us. Well, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Samuel. Thank you very much. And thanks to you listeners for listening to today's episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. Propelling. 
a Micro Drones podcast.